I'm Roberto Lewis, and this is your Sci-Fi 5, 5 minutes of science fiction history for December 2nd. On this day in 1979, the Star Trek universe expanded further into newspaper comic strips. Published by the Los Angeles Times Syndicate, the Star Trek comic strips ran in black and white strips daily and in color on Sundays. The daily strip ran for four years until December 3rd, 1983. The Sunday color version was discontinued the year prior on October 24th, 1982. Over the course of its lifetime, the Star Trek comic strip was able to produce 20 different story arcs through 1,400 individual strips. Interestingly enough, the Star Trek comic strip never actually ran in the Los Angeles Times, despite being published by the Los Angeles Times Syndicate, which was a business that provided content to subscribing newspapers. The late 70s were flush with competition from other space franchises, including Star Wars, which launched its comic strip nine months before Star Trek. Many newspapers, including the Los Angeles Times, opted to run Star Wars instead. Fans of the official Star Trek Starships from Eagle Moss Hero Collector, be it the original collection of the 5 to 6 in Starships and the larger Star Trek Discovery Collection, or even the larger XL editions, those of you looking to complete your collections or simply purchase single Starships for yourself as holiday gifts, your ships have come in literally. The Hero Collector shop is open, and they are ready to do business with you. Because listeners can enjoy special savings now. Go to GetYourTrekOn.com and take a look at the vast variety of ships waiting for you there. Just taking a look at ships from Star Trek Lower Decks. I mean, there's the fan favorite but least important ship in the Federation. Oh, come on. The California-class USS Cerritos. You had the Federation Luna-class USS Titan under the command of none other than Captain William T. Riker. These are all officially authorized by CBS Studios, and each and every model is die-cast, hand-painted, and comes with a display stand, plus an in-depth magazine featuring exclusive artwork and highlighting the ship's history, design, and place in Star Trek lore. But wait, there's more! (gasps) There are ships and other collectibles from Battlestar Galactica, the Orville, Stargate, even Space 1999. So there's something for everyone. And when you go to GetYourTrekOn.com, you're also eligible for an extra 25% off site-wide, and certain exclusions do apply. GetYourTrekOn.com, and a big thank you to Eagle Moss. Chronologically, the strips followed the adventures of the USS Enterprise and its crew in the time frame immediately following the events of the motion picture, although the presence of Ilea in the first two story arcs clearly suggests that the early storylines were completed before the ending of the motion picture was determined or communicated. Fortunately, the rest of the details, like alien races and props, fell in line with what audiences had seen on the big screen. The uniforms changed from the infamous space jammies of the motion picture to the beloved monster maroons of the Wrath of Khan a few months after the film was released in June of 1982. Writers of the story arcs included Larry Niven, who wrote the animated series episode The Slaver Weapon. This episode introduced the cat-like humanoid species, the Kazinti. Niven continued his use of this species in the Wristwatch Plantation story arc, which ran from March to July of 1982, making it the longest storyline ever to run. In it, the Kazinti have especially intimidating ship names, including Giant Killer and Blood Gnat, and it's revealed that the species has probationary status in the Federation. 
In 2012 and 2013, Volumes 1 and 2 of Star Trek The Newspaper Comics were released by IDW Publishing. These books contain every strip published after being restored by the Library of American Comics. In some cases, story arcs that did not have titles prior were given titles by the editors, including Restructuring is Futile, which originally ran from October of 1982 to February of 1983. This arc introduced Kirk and crew to a species called the Omnimind, who were curiously similar to the Borg, hence the title. This has been 5 Minutes of Science Fiction History, your daily Sci-Fi 5 for December 2nd. Sci-Fi 5 is produced by Roddenberry Entertainment, executive producer Rod Roddenberry. This is a Roddenberry podcast. For more great podcasts, visit podcast.roddenberry.com.